Hey guys, Joy here. Just a quick heads up, this episode has a little bit of audio issues on Claire's microphone. Sorry in advance, it's a little annoying. You guys know how much I hate audio crap, but I wanted to give you a heads up just in case you're like, what the F is going on? Thanks for your understanding in advance. We love you guys. Enjoy the episode. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 235. Happy New Year! Welcome to 2018! We're both in the same room. It's... It's great. A good start Kicking to the year. Kicking off the year and with the podcast. actually January 1st, 2018 when we're recording this. So we're starting the day... or We're starting the year with recording. Does that this mean is, we're going to have like even better guests? Yes. This year? It does. I feel like we have the best guests already though. Well, I was... Um, can you pull up the picture of the um of all the guests we had? Where's yeah, <laughs> on Instagram. Because I was like, I want to look over that really quick. Yeah, so we had do... a D and a D and Michael. Mm-hmm. We had Jason Phillips, Shane and Kian Farmer, who are my favorite people. Lindsay Matthews, also my favorite person. I'm going to stop saying that because everyone on this list is my favorite person. I know. Julie, we had on two, maybe even three times. Mm-hmm. Nicole Biscuti from the Chesty. Which, by the way, guys, both of us now have gotten our prototype for our the word is signature out. chesties. Yep. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Steph Goudreau, um, Emily Abbott, we had, we had with Mind Pump, Shelly Eddington, Shree Chan. Shree Chan. I just want Shree to be like our third podcast I know. member. Um, do you remember when we recorded with her, we were sitting on the front porch yes, and, and we were just amazing. like hanging out outside. And we need to do that way more. Yeah. Just In the summertime. Like or just, just like go to her house. Yeah. Be like, hi, Shree. We totally should. We need to just text her. She's so great. Uh, Heidi Powell. Dr. Anthony, uh, Rory, Carl Powley, Marcus Philly, Julie Fouché, Lisa Billiou, Margot Alvarez, Craig Ballantyne, and Bob Harper. Bob Harper. It was so Barb Harper. Barb Harper. <laughs> it was just a great, and some of those people more than once. Yeah. I'm, it's just, was a, I mean, that's like a pretty that's big, a good that's lineup. a good lineup right there. It's such a good year. So this year, we already have like yeah, amazing we're gonna people have, lined up. So we're going to have um, Taylor great... from She Thrives. Yeah. She's going to be on in the next couple of weeks. We're going to have um, Jen LeBaugh back on. Uh-huh. The ladies we're, in the good kitchen. The good the good kitchen? Well-fed women. No, oh, no. And the good kitchen. And the good kitchen. You're yeah. right. The founders of the good kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, Camille. Camille. Uh, the Camille. The Camille LeBlanc Bazinet. Um, That's that's there's all more. There's, there's more. more like, that, the those pipe, are like but... the people who are scheduling right now. Yeah, and we have more. Ton- we had a lot of recommendations yeah. from listeners for really creative people. ones too. Very creative, which I like because I got to be honest. There's yeah. so many repeats on podcasts now where I'm like, like I've heard this like, is the I, same interview on five you, podcasts. I love everyone out there, but I'm like, I've heard you 50 million times on a podcast. It's getting real repetitive. Or I want to have people on who go on a lot of podcasts and just say like, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. Like have Lindsay Matthews back on and be like. Just what's going on in your mind? Yeah, well, not and, like and she also does a podcast herself, so right. I'm sure she's got. Oh yeah, we're she, gonna have yeah. we're gonna have um two of the Birth Fit girls mm-hmm. 
on in April. Yep. Um, it's just going to be great. We've already planned out a lot of 2018. So send us your recommendations. And especially if you have a, like a personal connection yeah. and can actually like introduce us to someone. Whether Even if it's like, oh, I have this awesome regionals athlete. She works out at my gym. She has such a cool outlook on life. Or like... It doesn't even have to be a regional athlete. It could just be like, I, my coach is amazing and she has an incredible story and right. you guys need to talk to her. Yeah. Send us your links. Send us your recommendations. Send us your contacts. Hook it up because 2018 is going to be a big year. And we really want to focus on interviewing more local people, but also on interviewing more people who maybe are not on other podcasts. Yeah. And that, yeah. They, they don't have to box. be. They don't have to be big names. They no. can just be people with cool stories. With really interesting things to yeah. say. So you got that look at, to look forward to. How was your uh, Christmas week? Because you yeah, were in Wisconsin you're and in it Wisconsin was really cold. So cold. <laughs> I just saw pictures of you constantly cold. It was so cold. It didn't get, get above. It was in single digits every day but two. And on those two days, it didn't get above 15. So what did you do? You just stayed inside. Just stayed inside. Like you can't even like go outside and you literally, your face we, would freeze off. We try to do some stuff, like, especially because of Miles. Like, what do you do? What do you do? So we went to the Children's Museum, which the Madison Children's Museum <laughs> actually so was so cute. Have you been to the Denver Denver one yet? I haven't. No. No, it I really want really to. Cute. It does yeah. look really cute. The Madison one was super cute. Um, we went to – Brandon Stad is a volunteer firefighter. That so we went fun. to the Middleton. went to the Middleton Fire Station, which was so cute. Um, what else did we do? There was, like, a little gym, like kids gymnastics gym. Mm-hmm. We went to that a couple times and just, like, tried to get out of the house. Yeah. I, I was walking outside the other day with JT when it was really cold. And I was like, someone has to invent, invent some type of helmet where you just, like, your just face like a doesn't. climate control yeah. helmet. I did see a like, funny why meme. Why doesn't someone create that? I, I did see. I think that that's just, like, called a neck gator. Like, that I know, but, that, but then when you breathe, yeah. it like gets all, Condensation. like. Condensation. It's so gross. I did see a great <laughs> meme where it was, like, this little stick figure. And I was like, my face is freezing. Why do I live somewhere where my face or no, my face hurts. Why do I live somewhere where, where it gets so cold? My face hurts. And then the next panel was like this giant snake like wrapped around someone's doorknob. And I was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> I was like, that's a really good point, actually. <laughs> I will take my eyelashes freezing over like spiders and snakes. Yeah, totally. Uh, or like tropical. But it was so cold. And we did go out one night and like the thing that i was sad about it being cold is that madison is so cute it's so cute i love so madison. walking around is and it, I quite love, fun yeah but we didn't get to walk around at all yeah we went on like one little date night and we walked from i got stopped at great whale tattoo and piercing which yeah. is owned by a listener and her husband shout was out so great i got my nose pierced and um i have had my nose pierced twice before so this wasn't like a huge monumental decision for me right it was just more so like you know i've been kind of wanting to get this done again for a while i might as well just i'm here i need like yeah that's a good opportunity and uh so we got stopped there got my nose pierced and then we walked um like just on the just catty corner because you know there's like the big square Mm -hmm. and then so the piercing place was on one side of the square we even got in our car drove to a parking garage and then walked like two blocks and my contact lens shut up almost froze are you kidding it was like negative three and I was blinking and all of a sudden I got this like sharp pain and I was like, oh my God, my contact lens is freezing. I didn't even know that was possible. Neither did I. Nope. Holy shit. So my contact lens like started to freeze and... Does that mean your eye just like stays open? It was like... Like your... I like when I blinked, I felt my eyelid like catch it because oh. it was like hardening. It was awful. It was so painful. And I was like, okay, you got to go inside. So I literally was walking like a pirate, like with one eye closed. And Brandon was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I think my contact lens is freezing. That's so scary. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. It was so cold. And so we didn't get to walk around at all. And it was like just miserable. And uh, 
we went to a taco place that was okay. Yeah. And you actually, me and I was like, Claire I was, was like, disappointed. I just, yeah. Claire was like, they had good just guacamole. Had really disappointing taco experience. It was like the worst thing ever because I know. you really have high I, hopes. I and have, then, and I have yeah. such, I do have high taco standards, but yeah. like the tortillas were stale. Like how hard is it to have fresh tortillas, people? No. That's like rule number That's zero. Just like the rules of feminism. Yeah. That's like just standard. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. Standard taco. They beer. did have good chips and guac. So yeah. not all was lost, but, um, <sighs> but yeah, so that was disappointing that we couldn't spend any time actually like enjoying Madison because it was so damn cold. And, uh, but it did make me excited to go back for the games this summer because it's so cute. It is so cute. And you watched a lot of Great British. Oh. So how did you get into this <laughs> show? I know. It's so great. It's a great British baking show. So you got into this from your in-laws. My sister-in-law. Your sister-in-law. Okay. was like, we were trying to think of something to watch. And we were on Netflix. And it like came up on Netflix. And I've seen it on, you know, like the yeah. little thing come up on Netflix it's all the PBS, time. It's PBS, right? Yeah, it's the, PBS. The Great British Baking, baking Show. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's PBS. And, she, and we were like... She goes, oh, we could watch the Great British Baking Show. We were like, what is that? And I was like, yeah, I've seen it come up. And she was like, oh, my God, you guys haven't seen it. We have to watch it. And she goes, it's the purest thing on television. <laughs> and she was right. She's so right. It's the purest thing on television. It's so You get so sucked in. Why? Everything opposite of the Kardashians. Yes. And it's so, I mean, you, you need to, like, clean your palate from yes. the Kardashians. Watch, watch the show. The thing I love the most about it is it's, like, they don't overhype the drama. No. But you do get so into it. You're oh, like, yeah. oh, his muffins didn't come out of the tin. You're like, oh my God, his crust is falling. No, he's going to have a soggy bottom on his pie. <laughs> You're like, soggy bottom. Freaking out because his pie is going to have a soggy bottom. But yeah. they don't like create drama where there no. is no drama. No. They just let the show be intense and yeah. you're like why is this so intense because baking is so hard it's so hard it's, it gives you an appreciation for how hard it truly is oh my is. gosh so if you have not watched the great british baking show so, yeah we watched a lot of it after you posted that i was like <laughs> well i need to see what the fuss is all about so when we got back from oklahoma city i turned it on and i was like this is amazing this is so good yeah the characters are so freaking cute that 18 year old that's like pro yeah. baker Oh my god! The next season, season two, has like a nineteen or twenty-one year old too. Yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten that far yet, but I'm I'm super pumped. We just finished season two yesterday. Yeah, I yeah. need. I that's a good palate cleanser because I like binge watched The Handmaid's Tale. Oh god, I haven't I haven't been able to start that yet. Have you? Oh. Do you, you know what it's about? I know what yeah. it's about, but it like I can't go it's, there. Don't don't do it until you're ready. It it's is like so dark. Did you see Children of Men? No. Really? Yeah. That what movie, is that? Children of Men. Mm-mm. It's got that guy in it. You know. <laughs> One guy. He kind of looks like Gerard Butler. Somebody's going to be listening to me like, Claire, it is Gerard Butler. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look it up. Who is that guy? Children. Well, of... it's like one of those things that I have known about for a long time, obviously, because it won a t- crap ton of awards. And um, there's so many times when people will be like, you need to watch this show or like whatever. It's mm-hmm. Scott will start watching something. And I don't know about you, but I can't get into shows until I'm like emotionally ready. Like, or yeah. I don't have the bandwidth to get to know characters and like emotionally invest into my time into a yeah. show. So I think we turned it on the other night because Scott was like, what do you want to watch? And so, you know, he bought it on iTunes and I was like, all right. And this, I mean, the first, after the first episode, I was like, I need all of this right now. And he's like, I can't believe you're actually, because I don't get into shows that much. And he's, and I binge watch. like, like be in the right mindset. Yeah, yeah. I binge watch three of them. It is just so dark. It's so, it's so good. It's like your heart. It's one of those heart wrenchers where every single episode you're like, I just am a puddle on the floor and I just want to crawl in a hole. But it's so good. Yeah, it's so I good. need. I feel like it's like one of those things where it, it, this current state of our affairs, yes. you kind of need to watch You'd it. You kind of need to. And that's exactly where I'm like. Yeah. And Scott, just, Scott has a lot of issues with like 
I don't want to get too graphic, but like there's certain things that he's like, I just have so much trouble watching da 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 da. And I'm like, you watch shows with murder. Like, (laughs) I was like, these are women's issues. You need to be exposed to this. And I get all like feminist. (laughs) Yeah. But it's really good. Like I do, I highly recommend it. Um, It's very dark. Yeah. Oh, so what's the movie? Oh, Children of Men. It has Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Okay. He he does look like Gerard Butler. Uh And the... um. Pre- the premise of the movie is that it's like the near future in um europe and it's a little dystopian yeah um it's kind of like a similar setting to like v for vendetta like near future uk okay. type of thing yeah. but the whole premise is that there hasn't in the whole world all the women are infertile and like they don't know why they haven't been able to figure it out but like a new baby has not been born in like 20 years and so and it's like this horrible crisis and like crazy like you know everybody's just losing it and then um the main character somehow gets caught up in there's this one girl who's like basically in this super minority group who's that's kind of had to go into hiding Mm -hmm. and she's pregnant Mm -hmm. and so they have to like smuggle her into into hiding and so it's like this whole thing of them trying to like race the government and it's very dystopian. That's crazy. But yes. it's all about like, yeah. yeah. I kind of like those shows. Like Scott got you really like into. like this movie. It's good. Really. Mm-hmm. Scott got really into The Leftovers and I hadn't, I didn't really get into that because it was mm. like one of those shows you have to just religiously get into from the first episode and I just didn't get into it. But um, he, he's like super into the dystopian stuff. Yeah. And Brandon is too. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy because there's a little part of me that's like, this could like really happen. Like there's, yeah. especially with Handmaid's Tale, like the stuff yes, that, they, that happens, I'm like, this could like really happen. Well, that's the thing with children of men is you're like, this is not that outside of the realm of yeah. like what could happen. Like yeah. someone could just decide, oh, okay, I'm not going to go there. Yep. Anyway. anyway. Um, okay. So uh, your Christmas was good. And what'd you guys do for New Year's? You just kind of hung out. Yeah, we went Miles to bed. Went to bed. <laughs> Miles went to bed. Well, we went over to my sister-in-law's sister's house. Sister in So my my yes, brother's okay. wife's it. sister. Got it, got she it. lives like 10 minutes away from us. And yeah. so, which was super... Um, convenient and so we went over to her house and she has a little boy who's just about to turn two so he's about the same age as miles and then my brother just had a baby they have a two-month-old oh and uh, they have a little boy who's about to turn three then they have a little girl who just turned five and then other people brought their kids so it was like all the toddlers everybody how, was going to bed soon how many grandchildren does john hay have that's a good question let me think one two three four five six six and i thought it was I, I for some reason i would think more but so i have Hold on a second. Yeah, do the math. Uh, yeah, one, two, three, four, Wait. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve nieces and nephews. Okay, but not they're not all related to one another. Got so it. like, yeah, Brandon, Brandon's sister has it. One has a daughter. My um, stepdad's kids have six kids between the three of them. Yeah, so it's all over the place. So okay, my step, sorry. my step brothers yeah. are not related to my half brothers. So they they aren't all in the same pool. Right. But yeah, my so dad has six grandkids, all under the age of five. Okay. All right. Or five and For some reason, I thought he had like 12, but. No. Well, he only has three kids who were having kids. Okay. It's a lot, you know, so far. Hi, John Hay. Hi, John Hay. I told my dad I'm quitting my job. Yeah. What did he say? He was, took it really well. I was so nervous. Yeah. And this is the thing, like, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole again, but I spend, I would say every major decision I've ever made in my life, I have made feeling like my family is looking over my shoulder. Okay. Even to the college that I went to. Really? And I feel like I've talked about this before, but I went to Santa Clara. Yeah. For like the first semester. Okay. And I never would have gone there had I not felt like my family was like, you need to go to this school. Okay. And 
I think it kind of is this weird thing that goes both ways where they think that I'm a lot more invested in something than I am because I'm trying to play it up because I think that's what they want to see. Yeah. And so then they're like, well, we thought this is what you wanted. And I'm like, well, I only was acting that way because I thought it's what you wanted me to want. And then it just goes back and forth and back and, and forth. And they're like, no, we just want you to be happy. Exactly. Yeah. But in my mind, they're like, no, this is what like you have you to do X, Y, Z. And I don't want to disappoint them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just like this whole. And then it, and then when push comes to shove and I finally have the conversation of like I'm not doing this anymore they're like okay yeah and I'm like oh and so you make it up in your head that it's like way worse and this is but this has been going on for me for like the Mm -hmm. last 12 years yeah and so I told him and I was like so I'm quitting my job and he was like oh okay yeah you've been talking about that for a while and he was like when did you already you wanted to be like that's it literally his his biggest concern was that I had recently given him some of the half off lift tickets that I get but they don't work once I stop once I quit and he's like oh I just gave some of those lift tickets to my friends I'll have to tell them I was like oh (laughs) I'm glad that's I'm glad that's like the where your mind goes not like are you gonna be homeless like what is what's your plan he was like oh my friends are gonna be bummed I just gave him those lift tickets <laughs> I was like well I'm sorry for your friends good Dad. talk <laughs> I'm sorry for your friends and like I used to get it be able to get him like tea times at yeah. some of the like exclusive oh, so yeah, like yeah. he's like oh we're not gonna be able to go golfing next oh, year sorry John yeah but yeah. you know and he was like well what do you think you're gonna do and so we but we talked about it but he wasn't yeah. like oh my gosh what are you doing yeah I have had not one single person my greatest fear was that people were gonna be like what are you doing here yeah and not one single person has said that i have gotten how many emails have we gotten now of people saying like yeah like you hey have, i'm quitting my job because, because like of, you yeah. encouraged me to quit my job you made me realize like that was miserable and i didn't need to be and yeah. i wanted to move on and, like, and this was an inspiration it's okay yeah. yeah it's okay to like admit that you're miserable and that right. you need to move on and like it's not just all about just sucking it up and being yeah, miserable totally you don't have to be miserable no january 1 2018 you really the year don't. of not being miserable no you have to sit back and evaluate like the choices that you have and that you yeah. do have the power to make choices you're never stuck in your situation like but i think that there's like this weird ideal that comes out of our probably our grandparents generation of like just put your head down there really is everyone there's a little bit of that yeah like it's everyone kind of hates what they do but you just got to get through it there's absolutely that and yeah. so and like if you aren't willing to suffer then that means you're lazy right that's not true yeah you know, you it's so you don't interesting. Have to suffer yeah, in it's order a really, to, it's a yeah. really hard thing to suss out. I think because um, there's that camp where it's like, love what you do, and you never work a day in your life. And I don't 100 percent agree with that because no. I feel like no matter what, I think work is definitely. I, I think it's great if it's like the passion, but I think work is always going to be a challenge. Like I think there's going to be part of you that's like, not that you, not that you're like supposed to be so happy every single part of the day, but I think there's parts of work that you just have to be like, well, this isn't great. And you know what? 90 percent of that is working with other people. Yeah. Well, and I think too, <laughs> so, like there's the idea that quote unquote loving what you do means that every moment is just like rainbows and puppies. Yeah. But loving what you do can also mean having a hard time, but then getting through it and feeling accomplished. And but like at the end of the day, like working you towards feel proud something of what that you, you're right. like, I, versus I, just, I feel good about what I contributed today. Yeah, versus just hating everything. Yeah. But yep. anyway, um, I I wanted to talk really quick about the Facebook post that you did with the uh, scary mommy post from what people thought oh of gosh, as kids right? because that was so funny. I love that. Can we read some of them? Yes. Because I was dying. So there was a scary mommy post. Like if which... you ever want to have a very happy social media experience, just mm-hmm. go to that Facebook post on our Facebook, on our Girls Gone Wide Facebook page. Look up the scary mommy post of things that you thought were true when you were a kid. Yeah, it's from... No, I've never laughed so hard. It's so great. <laughs> and this post was, it was like a Twitter thread that started. Yeah. And so I reposted it on our page and it's like, 
yes what is the hilariously wrong childhood thoughts yeah so i thought that my brain was a tiny factory and there were like little weebles in there that were like making all my thoughts and it was like a little you really thought that i like in my mind had this vision of like this multi like it was like a factory with all these different floors and like these little it was very similar to the commercials with like the keebler elves yeah where they're in the tree that's like what the other thing i thought which i didn't put this on facebook but when i was a kid we went i went to sunday school every sunday yeah i thought jesus literally lived inside my heart (laughs) like he was like also a tiny weeble and he lived there make room for jesus in your heart and i was like great he's there he's there he's living there yeah he's like he was like polly pocket he's gonna eat the polly pocket (laughs) lived in my heart Polly pocket jesus i love it Keep in mind, this is before I understood the anatomical purpose of a heart. Right. So I yeah. didn't realize that there was like, he wasn't like swimming around in my ventricles. It was just like a little heart shape yeah. with a little balcony and Jesus living on the balcony of my heart. He was probably really happy there. I used to think that the people, I think this is probably very common with kids, but I used to think that uh, people lived in the television. Like I tried to oh, look, yeah. I tried to look behind our old television and look inside to see if like Big Bird was in there. Um, you're, you said that for years was you thought it used to be black and white world in the old days. I really did. You know what? To be honest with you, yeah, I knew I know cognitively that it is not of like the olden days. It's hard for me to imagine it in color because I've never seen. But you don't see pictures in color. Yeah, it's so funny. Like I really thought when my yeah. mom would talk about the old days, I was like, oh, the black and white days. Um. Okay, we had some really funny ones. Uh, Kelly says I got a marble stuck in my nose once as a kid. My dad took it out with a pair of pliers. Just that story. In and of so, so, so funny. I thought for years that's why they were called needle nose pliers. <laughs> God, that's so good. Um, that was Scott's favorite because he was reading through these two. This is funny. Jessica says, I grew up in a small town and on the way to the next town, we always passed these random houses and it had a big banner that said model homes. My kid brain totally thought models lived there. <laughs> Alex said, I thought when you moved out of your home, you swapped homes with the family moving into your <laughs> so uh, Fiona says, this is my left. My sister told me the ladder to the top of an RV was to a diving board and there was a pool on top. When my neighbor got an RV, I ran over my bathing suit and yelled, let's go swimming as I started to climb up the ladder. <laughs> like, no, don't do it. Brianna <laughs> um, said, when I first saw Star Wars when I was really little, I thought lightsabers were called lifesavers and I couldn't understand why everyone was getting killed with them. <laughs> Oh, good. This one's amazing. My brother told me that this, okay, tangent or like sub sub note. Yeah. I think there are two genres of these beliefs. One is like something you honestly naively thought as a child. Another one is something that an older sibling told you. Told you. And I love those because like my older, my older brothers told me that if I, I really wanted to touch a squirrel one time, they were babysitting me and I wanted to touch a squirrel. And they were like, if you touch a squirrel's tail, you have to get a thousand shots. And I was like, and like I didn't a thousand shots I didn't revisit that belief until yeah. I was much older and I just sort of so it was always sort of in the back of my mind like do not touch squirrels <laughs> um so this one is in that category my brother told me the raised dividers in the road to split lanes were like braille so blind people could drive oh my god I thought the delicious sauce on eggs benedict was called was holiday sauce yeah. not hollandaise sauce till I was 24 <laughs> I love that she thought yeah. that until she was 24 Oh my goodness. So good. When my parents told me we couldn't buy a toy because we didn't have any money, I would tell them to just go to the machine that gives out money, yeah. the ATM. Just go there. The local coin laundry was where you went to wash your coins. <laughs> that one's so good. So good. Ugh, so these are all fantastic. That's There's a lot so more good. of them, but. Yeah, that was really fun. Leslie says, I thought the moon followed me around. <laughs> I, I think I, I thought that too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely one that. Uh, 
so I remember good. thinking as a kid. I remember swallowing a a, a quarter when yeah. I was at. <laughs> I will never forget this. I had a, I was like sucking it's on. I'm like still in your stomach I, to yeah, this day. Yeah, totally. I didn't understand. Like I I still look back. I'm like I have no idea why we why I had a quarter in my mouth. But we were at <laughs> we were at uh, Mi Amigos in Mesa, Arizona, having Mexican food. Of course, it was great. And we went there all the time. And it was like a big group of people. And I was like quietly sitting on the side, just sucking on this corner. And all of a sudden I was just like, do, 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 gulp. And I was just like, got these really big eyes. And I was like, oh my God, I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to like just sit in my stomach forever. It probably and did. It probably still it's in there. It's probably still in there. Okay, so, one, one more. This yeah. one was mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Carolyn said, when I was really little, I used to think the food we ate piled up in our bodies starting at our feet and we grew to make room for more food. <laughs> genius oh Carolyn. my god if only. wait where's the one where she talked about she had different compartments for food that, that was a comment was that, okay was a comment on that one. Oh, okay okay that we had like different food and drink stomachs yeah and then when someone was like you have room for dessert and she's like yeah i have an extra yeah like dessert room i still think that's <laughs> i have a tortilla chip stomach yeah yeah that's great <laughs> so thank you guys for submitting those that so was really good. funny that totally made my day oh. um and some people then started also writing in on the Instagram comments, we got a bunch or Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of people who had botched song lyrics. Oh, you yeah. know, so everyone has like the oh yeah, that's um, really good. Jason Waterfalls. Yeah, and do you Jason have any Waterfalls. like original ones? That you I have? don't like not off the top of my head. I had a there's friend in so high many school, that I'm sure that are like I had a friend in high so school who, who thought get your free con was get your free cone. Okay, like your free ice cream cone. Like Missy Elliott was like, come get your free cone, <laughs> get your free cone. Uh, <laughs> And then my brother thought that the song um, She's Got the Beat was Stay Off the Beach. <laughs> Stay Off the Beach. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he was it's like, really good. why are they so worried about going to the beach? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Yep. Oh, so oh man. Um, okay. Let's talk about. So we talked about 2017 in our last episode. Mm-hmm. Should we look forward to the new year we and sure talk can. about. So talk about your like your your word or your theme. My year of connection. Yeah. Okay. It's really funny because so one of my really good friends is really good friends with <laughs> the Astro Twins. So oh um, yeah, we think we get all their emails. Yeah. So well, because I sent Sandy the book for Christmas, and so now we're on their email list. Um, but they uh, so they're pretty well known astrologers in New York City, and I was looking at their one of their Instagram posts. And it says in twenty eighteen. In twenty eighteen, I will have more. And then it goes through all your signs. Oh yeah, you posted. And on mine stories. was social activity, which is so weird because I was like, well, I don't love social activity, but this year is my year of connection. So what are the odds of that? What's your sign again? Sagittarius. Yours is support. Yeah, great. So that can always use more support. Great, wonderful. Someone just tagged us in a photo. That said, um, here's what Claire's new horoscope is going to be. Oh, goodness. And I it haven't said, seen it. Well, no, I'll just read it to you because okay. it's hilarious. Every, it goes through every single sign. Uh-huh. And every answer is, the position of the stars and planets will not affect your life in any way, shape, or form whatsoever. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Um, well, how the Astro t- Twins describe it is it's kind of like inform it's information like you decide what to do with it so it's not like it's not a prediction it's just saying like but then why is it different for everyone that's the thing is it's like what if it's just information and you decide what to do with it why is your information different than my information based on when you were born well because there's planets just that were lined up in different ways when you I, were born i have heard that the 
uh, gravitational pull that the doctor catching you had on you was more significant than the gravitational pull that like any planet could have had on you at that moment. See, now I want to get down to the rabbit hole of like just certain positions that you were in when you gave birth. Like, right. (laughs) Or what you like, what floor were you on? Yeah. Like, Like, was it? Yeah. What time zone were you in? Yeah. 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 Anyway, but uh, I thought that was coincidence maybe i don't know but the year of connection i feel like i'll um let's start let's like start from the top or start from like take a step back like what what kind of brought you to that word like what what are you trying to go for that you feel like is summed up by the word connection what am i trying to go for well because you could have picked a lot of different i mean like knowing you know i have insider knowledge mm, so mm -hmm. i know i already know what you're going for before you but but i think there are a few other words you could have picked that still would have been relevant yeah so what is it about that word that you feel like is the most important important and like the most um for the year direct or uh, you know the most like mm-hmm. relevant and the most what's what i'm looking for specific i guess yeah. um so in the, accurate uh, yeah that's accurate. the word a couple episodes ago when i talked about the social media piece of being affected by um i just felt like life was kind of just scrolling in front of me and so i felt very disconnected because i kept complaining a lot so i was like what's the solution to being disconnected where i'm just you know i have all this information in front of me but i feel so disconnected from myself and from people and it's actually making me upset and it's making me annoyed and whatever so so i immediately was like okay what how can i counteract this like how can i contribute in a way that doesn't like undo all of it but more or less it's the it's the complete opposite energy because i'm like i just can't sit here and take this in for the next year and keep complaining about it so what can i do about it so you know i'm always looking at solutions and what can i do and so immediately what popped in my head was the year of connection because i'm thinking all right so what i can do is i can put out what feels good to me always is connection what feels good and is also very science driven and like the psychology of happiness is that when you do something for other people, you're happier. And so that to me was the priority. And so I immediately was like, well, if I can do things every single day that contribute to happiness, it's more about serving others. And to me, that was like the year of connection. And so I think it kind of, you can do, you can think about it in a million different ways of like connecting to yourself, connecting to others, connecting to your community. But I think just having that in my mind is even though I have to scroll through social media every single day and like we have to do that for the podcast, um, or I guess we choose to, we don't have to, but honestly, it's really hard to keep this going without being connected to people. That's kind of what I want to focus on because I I do get really frustrated with like, and I feel really old saying it, but I'm like, I do get frustrated with like all the self-absorbed shit that's out, that's out there, but that doesn't mean like I can't be a voice for something that I think is more important. Um, but I've always been that way, which is interesting because I used to always be very judgy. Well, I'm still very judgy, but <laughs> I used to be like what um, things that were very shallow would really annoy me. Um, but I used to have this like chip on my shoulder about it. And so I feel like this is something that's like different energy where I can um, just actively contribute in a way that's like, I don't know, being mindful of the content we put out or yeah. doing things every single day. Like we talked about a couple episodes ago where you're like, just pick up trash every day when you're walking or like do something nice for someone. If it's like a comment, something very small, but I don't know, I guess that's kind of the more like distilled down version of, of what I hope to do this year. That's a good one. Yeah. And kind of like combating apathy. Yeah. Yeah. Was that your stomach? Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if you guys could hear that. My stomach is like, feed me. I thought this, the uh, Harry Potter 
Myers-Briggs things that we posted. Yeah. Or no, did we post those? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We're, I thought yours was surprisingly accurate. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I don't know it? much. Yeah, I don't know much about the... Well, just the the re, um, description, I thought, was... That it says, you're INFJ. Mm-hmm. It says, the lone... So, if you guys have... If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go to our Facebook page yeah. or just Google... Um, it's on the website bustle.com. It's just like Harry Potter... The Harry Potter character for your Myers-Briggs type. And I thought it was actually surprisingly accurate. And yours... You're Remus Lupin, which he's a lot more interesting in the books, let me tell you. Okay. And anyway, so it says, the lone wolf of the Myers-Briggs bunch, INFJs, are both soft-spoken and fiercely idealistic. They And I, so I thought about this when you were just talking about how, like, you had, you used to have this, like, chip on your shoulder yeah. things being shallow. Yeah. They care deeply about making the world a better place, but sometimes they have trouble standing up for themselves. Lupin's quiet, observant nature and his secret pent-up wolf rage, he's a werewolf, make him a classic INFJ, diplomatic and kind on the outside, intensely passionate on the inside. I just thought there, so when you were talking about that, it made me think about like, I think there, you always talk about like how you have this bleeding heart, but then you also are like so pragmatic. Yeah. And so trying to like reconcile those two things of like, I think it's interesting that you see that and you know, you're like, well, I feel disconnected. I feel like I'm apathetic or I feel like, and then you immediately go to, well, what can I do about it? Versus like, oh, the world and just like wallowing. No, I would would rather die. Wallowing. But a lot of people do, they just let it happen to them. Yeah. And they're just so like, emotional about it that they just have an emotional reaction and it's so intense right that that's the end of their reaction just like the, that's, that's the end that's where they live yeah totally it's just in the reaction yeah no i agree with you nope i have the opposite we're like theme uh-huh and so i my theme for the year is going to be self uh-huh so i thought it's like kind of opposite but it's also not but for me when i was thinking about it about what i wanted this year to be like i feel like the last several years have been so focused on other people and other things and what's important to other people in my life. Like Brandon getting through school, I mean, our whole, the last seven years of our lives have basically been devoted to him reaching this goal. And with Miles, I mean, obviously when you have a little, little kid, you can't, there's like the hierarchy of needs. Exactly. Yeah. But he's getting a little bit older now and Brandon's going to be done with school. And so I feel like we're in a place where I can finally kind of say, feel good about saying, you know, like I want to focus on myself this year and I want to trying to trust myself and trying to be just like more aware of what I need and actually give that to myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's like the baseline for everything that you do. You know, we talk a lot about like self-care and I think we, I can't remember if we talked about this already or if we just posted on Facebook, but there was that article that we posted like weeks and months ago about how self-care like the self-care yeah, industry. Yeah, it doesn't have to be... It shouldn't be like bath no. bombs and facials. It should be like you just live in a way that is, you know, and it's always fine to like do a little something extra, but like really you should live in such a way that is like an act of self-care. Right. Um. So that's what I'm going for is just trusting myself and taking care of myself. Kind of goes along the lines too of like what you said when you're telling your dad that you quit your job. Yeah. Where like you do a lot of things to please your family. Right. With like the family pressure. I think turning 30 and you know, it just is got me to a place more so of it's truly doesn't matter what other people think or want if you are not in a good place and not that it's not important to consider other you know like the opinions or advice or needs of other people but I'm not saying that I'm gonna like leave my family and go live on a deserted island no it's like I'm still you know contributing to the things I need to contribute to but I need to really make myself a priority again otherwise I'm gonna get to the point where I can't contribute because I just you can't pour from an empty cup right and so which is yeah when so when did graduate and i mean like the end of the semester may june okay and then he has so he actually will graduate the weekend before we 
leave for the Iceland trip. Okay. Yeah. And then, or like the week and a half before we leave for the Iceland trip. And then he has to come back and you have to take a board exam for nursing. And so he'll study for like three to five weeks ish, probably for that. And he'll take the exam in like end of June, early July. And then he'll ideally start a job. I, most nurses, most new nurses or a lot of new nurses will have a job lined up that's just like contingent on them passing the boards. Oh, right. Um, yeah. So, which is nice because you can, you're kind of like job hunting as you start to get ready for graduation and nice, interviewing. Yeah. And so you don't have to wait to pass the boards. Right. All, like, I don't actually know how common it is, but I do know hospitals will hire you as a new grad before you've passed your boards. Right. Knowing that it's a long process. So you can be job hunting and studying at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, hopefully by like july or august he'll have a job yeah which, which will be great. so great. <laughs> It'll be great and then i'm still trying to figure out exactly what i'm gonna do i'm looking for jobs thank you to the listener who sent me a job that's um, so idea. cute so, yeah so if you know of anybody in the boulder i don't really want to work in denver because it's like 45 minute drive for me yeah. but in boulder and longmont and north boulder and like kind of the north metro area yeah let me know but i'm also not super eager to just jump back into like the same exact kind of thing so i have a couple ideas mm-hmm. some entrepreneurial ideas yeah. in my mind be fun to start a gym a couple other ideas mm-hmm. so i see. feel like the the thing that i've been trying so far is to start scheduling things so um yeah. we had to do a lot of planning for this year uh for the podcast and so we already planned a trip to la in march so we'll be doing some interviews there planned our trip for the games uh already which is so weird i went online to try and reserve rooms and they're already sold That's out what you said which is crazy it's crazy thankfully you, scott is right. the master at planning everything for hotels and he was able to secure a room but man if you were planning on going to madison if you're even thinking about it if you're even thinking about it, just to reserve a room because yeah it doesn't tr- cost anything to reserve a room and um I was just amazed. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I think some people were being bussed in from other towns because I think some of the volunteers, yeah. because they're like, there's no, no, the volunteers, they had them staying on the UW campus, That's remember? Right. But still, Which like, crazy. I just like, heard really like, in dorms. oh, it's just so crazy. Anyway, so just pro tip, if you're planning on going, but um, there's some things at work that I scheduled, like trainings that I've been wanting to yeah. go through, through that are like three free through Kaiser. And uh, I'm like, oh, I just need to sign up and do it. So there's a couple of things like that that I'm like, if I get things on the calendar now, it kind of helps me just yeah. to, like the decisions already made. Right. But do you ever do things where like the plans start to get closer and you're like, I don't really want to go. All the time. <laughs> so I'm going to, that's one of my challenges is I'm like, not I'm going to sign up and I'm going to not cancel. I'm going to go through, unless it's like 100%, like I am going to be miserable. But if it's just more of like one of Scott's best pieces of advice that I use all the time is just half half of the half of it is just showing up half like battle. half the battle thank you i was like there's something else to this <laughs> sentence that i'm missing there's a noun and it's hard <laughs> half of it is half the battle is showing up and so it's true every time i show up to something i'm like oh this act- i actually can get something once out you of get it. there you're like oh this yeah so i feel like that's something that i really want to do but it's been helpful to like plan things ahead how about like okay so immediately when i thought of that i thought of scott and like we were talking last night about you know what we want to accomplish in 2018 and um we were both having hard times of just being specific because i think there's just so much that you like you get that ambition feeling but you're like but i don't know exactly like i want i go back to the thing of i just kind of want to be looking for opportunities every day instead and not to be wooey but it's wooey of like i'm just going to be open every single day to what i can either contribute or what i can learn instead of being like i want to do this i want to do that like great and wonderful that's awesome but i don't 
that's not serving me right now. Like what's going to serve me is, um, and serve others is to look for opportunities of like where you can learn every single day. We were talking about this a little bit with, I was talking about this with my sister, sisters-in-law, mm-hmm. sister-in-laws, sisters-in-law. And, um, cause my brain has two sisters. One of he has an older sister and younger sister and his older sister is like 35 or something but his younger sister is like 24 she's Mm -hmm. significantly younger and so we were talking about like new year's resolutions and she was like well you know you need to be specific and all this kind of thing and i was like i know that's what they tell you yeah i know that's what they tell you like the whole smart goal thing exactly the smart goal she was like well you know like you how do you how are you gonna measure it and all those things i'm like i know that's what they tell you and when you're 24 absolutely absolutely yeah And it's a great place to start. And I think that like we get, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, you and I just like in your kitchen about how there's a difference. No, it was after we talked to (laughs) Craig, I think. Oh, it was Craig. Yeah. And we were talking about how like it's, it can be hard. And I think it can turn some people away when we start talking about whether it's dieting or goals. Because I think there's like an entry level yeah. of it has to be so structured. Yeah. You have to do the point counting or the zone or the macros or the smart goals or the accountability buddies or whatever. Because like if you don't know what you're doing, you have to have that structure. And you're yeah. going to fail if you don't have that structure. 100%. But then after a couple of years of having that structure, you grow out of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've gotten to that point where we grow out of it. And so I think that it can come across as us being like, oh, if you need that, then you suck. Or not that you suck, but like that's the wrong way. No. But it's not that there's a right and wrong way. It's just more so that like eventually you won't need that anymore. No. And if you keep trying to use it after you've passed that point, you're doing yourself a disservice. And I've been thinking about that a lot, specifically when it comes to macro counting, because I... And I do not want to open this bag of worms again. But a can of worms, a bag of worms. Bags. I don't. No worms. No worms at all. (laughs) Zero macro worms. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> except to say that or weight watchers or zone or whatever yeah fill in the counting, blank mm-hmm. wherever you are counting measuring that there is a time and place for it but eventually you won't need it anymore and you need to be honest with yourself about when that time comes and when you're ready to move on and it's just like anything that you have to be trained in it first before you can do it yourself mm-hmm. and i think that's similar place where we're at and where we've been for a while with goal setting where if you've never really been the type of person who can like be goal oriented then you do need those specific goals yeah because how are you going to know you know how what are you going to base yourself on yeah but you grow out of it and i think that um you know it, it comes with getting older it comes but like I, it comes with a lot of things yeah. and it just comes with experience i thought of when you're saying that is that still your stomach yeah. you should just put your mic up to your stomach it's and like crazy. let it talk to us because i had so much cold brew this morning we went to the, <laughs> we went to ozo which i love ozo coffee it's like my favorite and there's like really cute one in longmont uh-huh. and I was getting cold brew and the guy was like, well, do you want nitro or not nitro? And I was like, eh, I'm, I don't need nitro today because it's like twice as expensive. And yeah. so, and then he gave me both. He gave me like a free like shooter of nitro, but it was like in a little mug. And so it practically was like a half of its own coffee. So I had like one and a half cold brews. And then so far today, I've eaten like a grapefruit because yeah. I've just been running around. So pretty much in there right now, it's just cold brew. Just a lot of cold brew. <laughs> <laughs> my body's like, feed me please, like protein, anything. The little men are running around yeah. in your stomach. Just but like- my cold brew stomach is full. And that's what's making that noise because it's battling my food stomach being like, we don't have anything. Nah, nah, can, nah, I nah, nah. Your, yeah. can I borrow some of your energy? Yeah. Um, but what comes to mind when you're talking about that is like when I was in my 20s and I remember talking about this a little bit a few years ago um, on the show is like in my 20s I was very goal specific I was just like I want this and I want that 
And then I think in my 30s, I felt like, I remember we had this discussion where I was like, I just feel like I don't have direction. Like I've lost my drive. I've lost my, you know, specific goals. And I used to have like very um, bold things. Right, he's like attack them and go after them. Every single year. And when you're saying that, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what it was as I grew out of that. And I feel like now, and this just helps me so much to conceptualize. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just like you have... You have what like the big stuff that you've accomplished and now you're looking at life in a different way and your goals in a different way. And I think that setting yourself up in that template of like doing smart goals, which again, I'm totally not against it, but I just don't think it's a fit for every single thing you need to do in your life, which is why I really like, you know, for me, the year of connection will be looking at opportunities and looking at what I can learn every single day is that's a really cool theme for me and that's totally doable every single day like i don't have to be wake up and be like i'm gonna write for 15 minutes like that i will poke my eyes out if i have to do that yeah but i i yeah i just think it's interesting like what everything works something works differently for everybody and different things work for everybody is what i was supposed to say in that situation but i yeah confused my verbs um (laughs) so let us know what your resolutions are send us a note um and you might be listening thinking whether or not you're a smart goal setter has nothing to do with growing out of it. It's just your personality. And, you know, if you can attack specific goals and you've been doing it for 30 years, let us know your secret. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to know that too, because I definitely yeah. am not doing that. Someone wrote or sent us a photo of um, the Lululemon. So this is the other thing is like, everyone's going to post their version of resolutions and how to yeah. attack 2018. And I think this is a great opportunity to be like, this fits for me or this doesn't fit for me. And that you shouldn't feel bad if something doesn't fit for you, especially like if Lulu posts something and you're like, oh, Lulu's like the end all be all of resolutions. Um, so Things to consider in 2018. This is something that they posted like as a meme Mm -hmm. on their social media. Don't try to be a good man or woman. Be a good human. Okay, that's good. I can do that. Self-care isn't just for Sundays. That's a good one. We've talked about that. There will always be a new superfood. Just eat what makes you feel super. I like that. (laughs) I do too. it's like don't don't eat like an idiot which yeah, i a lot of like people were writing like oh too late I already ate like an idiot i'm like it's okay well and, that's fine i ate like an idiot like the other day it's totally I, fine like, but i think when i say well when i say don't eat like an idiot it's like just, don't do something you're gonna regret exactly and regret is in the mind of the boulder yeah boulder beholder in boulder um vulnerability is Dirt strength plate? yes i know that hold less grudges and more puppies oh fewer mm-hmm. grudges do you hold a grudge i don't know grudges are just like i get an, i why would you hold there are shit? people i would categorize this is like a subcategory of grudges where I'm just, there are certain people who I'm annoyed by no matter what they do. Okay. Where like I hold a grudge against them for being an annoying person. I hold grudges for some people, I guess, like podcast related. Like somebody who we may have mentioned on this podcast previously. God, I was like, whatever. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Like I I would say that I could let go of that. Yeah. There's like something that I... (laughs) I guess I could. Your face, you're like, I'm not going to let go of that. But it's, it, I feel like it's a subcategory of grudge because I have no reason to hold on to it. It's no, not serving me. No. It's not serving her. No, not at all. They're, not she, at all. She doesn't give two craps about me. No. And yeah, I hold all. on to this like... Isn't that funny? Yeah. I heard that the other day when I was listening to a Jack Canfield interview on Oprah where I was like, damn it, Jack, you're, so, you're always right. Yeah. Of like, whenever you point fingers at someone, you're pointing three back at yourself yeah. or four, <laughs> maybe, however many, three How back. How many fingers do you have? <laughs> Your thumb isn't pointing. Your thumb doesn't point back. No, your thumb does not. But (laughs) so, so that's something I was like, oh, that really that slapped me in the face. I'm like, I got to be better about that. Um, Get to know people, including yourself. Never underestimate the power of a hashtag. 
Mm, I don't know. Well, because that was like the Me Too movement. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, every inhale and exhale holds the opportunity to start again. I know. Claire just gave me that. That feels a little woo for me. <laughs> feels a little kombucha beads for me. Oh, kombucha beads. All right. So uh, this year is going to be great. I have a good feeling about it. We've already got great guests lined up. And um, we're going to go to camp timeout in, in August slash September. So guys, if you have not signed up yet. Guess what? Guess what? Camptimeout.com. Click on the Colorado link at the top of the page. It will take you to our camp. They have organized a shuttle. For all of you who are like, I don't want to have to drive in the mountains. It yep. scares me. Even though it's the middle of the summer and you're going to be fine. It's $120. It's round for that's round trip. There's yep. only like 10 spots open Get in the it. shuttle. And there are also, there's a um, Facebook event for the event. And so as it gets closer, people can post about like, well, I'm arriving at this time and you can find people to carpool with. Yep. And so it's like don't, a little meet let, up situation. don't let transportation hold you back. Yeah, we will don't. solve that problem for you. Sign up, camptimeout.com. It's going to be so fun. We're going to do crafts. We're going to eat s'mores. There's like an adventure race. We're going to just, it's going to be the best. Bring your friends or don't. A lot of people are like, I don't have anyone to go yeah. with. I'm like, that's the whole point. You're going to meet friends at camp. It's going to be so fun. We There's cannot like, wait to meet you. You will not be alone. You will be in a bunk with a bunch of other adult people and it will be so fun. Yeah. And it's just summer camp. And you're you're not going to get good reception on your cell phone, which is going to be awesome. You're yep. going to have to unplug for the whole weekend. It's going to be great. You're going to get to play. It's going to be a blast. So you can support the podcast by signing up for that trip. And please also support the podcast. We haven't said this in a while, but it really does help us if you subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. So if you haven't done that, that's a great uh, New Year's resolution is to support us. Support Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> so it's a smart goal. It takes... <laughs> Smart and you're and the T in Smartle is now timely. You can cross that goal off your list instantly. right now. If Done. you are a list Easiest maker and you like to cross things ever. off, this is like the best thing that you can do right now. Is just go leave a review, and uh, you don't even have to write anything if you don't want to. But leave us a five, five star stars. review subscribe tell your friends about it and share that's a great way to support the podcast and it doesn't cost you anything one of the biggest ways you guys can support us is by sharing our social posts yeah. also so if we post something on instagram or facebook that you like don't just like it repost it even if you want to take a screenshot of it and post it in your instagram stories that helps us out um but yeah it's it's really helpful if you post us and tag us that helps people get directed back to us and they'll, they'll check us out and give us a follow and things will be great all right guys well Happy New Year. Happy 2018. We hope it brings you all of your dreams come true. Yay. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.